Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Decoded Podcast, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better so that you grow your business, get more clients, and monetize. And today, I have two special guests. Now, you all know I get really, really excited when we have special guests, and we have two today, Cassie and Erica, and they are marketers. And y'all know I love geeking out on all things marketing. So welcome, Cassie and Erica, to the show. So excited to chat today. Thanks for having us. We're so, so excited. excited to be here. That's awesome. Yes. And I just got off of their podcast, you all. So you'll definitely have to go and check that out. And today we're going to be talking all about mastering social influencer marketing, all the things because we are pros. And so if you want tips for the pros, get ready to get your pens and notepads out because gems will be dropped. So Cassie, Erica, could you let the listeners know a little bit more about you and your business and how did you get started? You go first. Yeah. So together we run Marketing Happy Hour, which is a community for uh, millennial and Gen Z marketers to really connect with one another, grow in their career, and just identify new strategies to implement in their brands. And we created this back in 2021 uh, during the pandemic when we wanted to find a way to kind of take our career that we've built and uh, share insights that we've learned with others. And we felt this need and uh, gap in the market where a lot of marketing podcasts out there are speaking with, you know, the C-suite executives, the people who have really made it. And so we wanted to talk with our peers and just hear what they're doing in their day to day and how they've grown so far and what their goals are and how they plan to get there. Um, and so it's started on Clubhouse. It transferred over to podcasting. And now since then, we've kind of built a little bit of a community on social, email, and we have lots of plans in store for just digital products, courses, hopefully all the things. So super excited to see where that takes us. Ooh, so exciting. I heard courses because you yeah. all know I love a good digital product. And we just got done talking about that on your podcast. So I love it. I love it. So I'm all about community building. So I want to dive into that. Can you all share some community building strategies that have worked for you in the past? I know you said Clubhouse, which was a really good one. And how can we implement these strategies on and offline? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's important to kind of dig into your community. Just like you said, it's so important. Those are the people that are going to be buying from you when you eventually sell something. Those are the people that really love you and are really engaged with what you're offering. Um, and I think the way that you can kind of take it beyond the social media, beyond the Instagram, beyond the TikTok, beyond the comments and DMs is really hosting a, a unique place for people to connect with each other and with you. So whether that's a site like Slack or Geneva or some of those like group platforms. Uh, we're actually starting a Geneva for our Marketing Happy Hour Insiders. We had a LinkedIn group for a while. LinkedIn groups are not super awesome right now, even though that's my favorite platform. So I hate to bash on them, but they're just not 100% what we were looking for. So I think just getting off of the platform and into something like that or hosting events in real life where you can kind of, you know, get to know your audience members up close and personal, that's really impactful. That's going to stick out in someone's mind when they're eventually looking to buy from you or the brand that you work for, things like that. Um, Cassie, I don't know if you have any yeah. additional tips. Yeah. So like Erica said too, I think it's important to try a number of different platforms and see what sticks with your audience. Like she said, you know, if you want to dabble in LinkedIn groups, it doesn't seem to be connecting with your target market. Maybe try another platform and just see what happens with those. Um, the other thing I would say too, is just to really, uh, 
be open and share your story, share your personal life, uh, you know, however much you want to share. Obviously, you don't have to share everything like you were saying, Michelle, on our show. But um, I think really allowing people to connect with you on a personal level uh, because people want a place where they feel heard, where they can resonate with other people and just also share. So I think the more that you share, the more others will feel uh, open enough to share themselves. And that uh, creates this foundation and community of trust and, um, you know, just feels like they have people that they can go to when they're facing whatever it is in their business and life. Um, So share your story, take people on a journey. If you're launching a new product, launching um, a new initiative, a service, like allow them to come into that journey with you, show them each step you're going through in the process to building that. And again, that's not only going to teach them, but they're going to feel like they can really connect with you on a deeper level than if you're just sharing, you know, the, the very end product with them. I love that. And Geneva, I heard you talk about Geneva. I love Geneva. I actually had the community manager of Geneva on the podcast. So you all go back. Her name is Kimberly. Check out that episode because I love Geneva. I've used it for so many amazing groups. I use it for my mastermind program. I use it for my clients. They have brand ambassador programs. I think it's like Facebook groups on steroids. So I'm really glad that you brought up Geneva because I just think it's another way and another platform that we can really tap into. It doesn't have an algorithm like Facebook. So you're able to really get in touch with people right then and there. So I just, I love that. And we had, again, the community manager on here. So definitely check that out. I'm a Geneva fan. It is so much you could do with it. I mean, we could do a whole episode on that, a whole episode. So I want to talk about brand partnerships because there's a lot of influencers that listen. I'm an influencer. I love influencer marketing and it's going in a different direction. Okay. It's 2023. It's not the same as it used to be back in the day, but there's still so much opportunity. So what are some brand partnerships ideas that have successfully driven engagement or conversions for your clients? Or maybe you've seen some influencer campaigns and you're like, that is a really good idea. And I think that more people should tap into that. Yeah, absolutely. I think the key today to influencer marketing, to brand partnerships, all of that is to make something a long lasting engagement. So you're not just having a ton of people post a one off thing that promotes your brand. You're really building relationship and really building community uh, with the creators that you're working with or the brands that you're working with to then reach their audiences and have different hits on their like different touch points um, and just continue that relationship over the course of, I don't know, months or a year or something. And then they're constantly your top of mind when they're thinking of your category of product because they follow someone that they love on social media and they're talking about you all the time. Um, I think something else that's really important when it comes to brand partnerships, influencer marketing is... Um, getting off of social media. I say that a lot. I'm just like so pro getting off social media. Obviously, social media is amazing. And that is like such a great free tool to build your brand. Um, But the more that you can connect in real life or connect with, um, you know, a brand and an influencer can connect in something along the lines of like an actual product that you are co-creating, that'll bring in more money. (laughs) That'll bring in, you know, more eyes on your brand, especially if it's something like, I know we see recently Alex Earl, right? She's huge on TikTok. She's like the biggest creator of the moment. And she just created a energy drink with um, a brand called Amino Lean, I believe. And that is like selling off 
the shelves. It's it's pretty much sold out everywhere. It's now on Amazon. So they're getting all of that Amazon business. It's wild. So as much as you can do that kind of thing, reach new audiences, go places where your current audience isn't so that you're exposed to them. Um, so if you're thinking along the lines of maybe you're a beauty brand and you want to get into the heads of someone who's like maybe not beauty focused, you normally would think, oh, I should go after the beauty creators. I should go after the wellness creators. I should go after other wellness brands or beauty brands to partner with them for giveaways or things like that. Go into other spaces because that's the most uh, that's the way that your campaign will work the best. Oh, I love that. Going to other spaces because, I mean, they may not be in the space you're looking for. So I love that. And there's so many opportunities. And yes, I do not agree with one-off influencer partnerships. They just don't work as well. Maybe back in the day, but we're in 2023. So we have to, you know, think about the innovative ways and people, they have to see your product more than once. And you doing a one-off with that influencer is a disservice to both you and the and the influencer because it's like, hey, this was this one thing. I'm telling you about this polar seltzer one time. Y'all know I love polar <laughs> seltzer. Um, I'm telling you about it one time, but if I tell people about it over and over, it gets into their heads and they're like, oh, Michelle talked about that. Oh, Erica talked about that product. Yeah. So that was definitely um, some really good tips. And I hope you all were taking notes. If you love what has been being said here on the Social Media Decoded podcast, make sure you tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and let us know what you thought about this episode. So oh, now I want to get into what most people don't like. Social media is evolving. Instagram is always changing. I know. I feel like I get not hate mail, but every time I post like an Instagram update, I know that something's coming. Someone's going to say something that they don't like it. And my whole thing is I'm positive with the approach to Instagram because here's how I think about it. It's a business. All of these platforms are a business and you have a business. And I'm pretty sure if you wanted to change something, you would change it. Of course, you're going to think about what the people would say, but ultimately you're going to go with what's best for your business. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) social media is constantly evolving. So what are some tips that you have if someone is trying to keep up with the trends? They're like, oh my God, Instagram's always changing. What are some tips that you have for the listeners today? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the biggest thing is just using the platforms, paying attention. And uh, there's a lot of different creators and accounts that you can follow, podcasts you you can listen to, social media decoded being one of them, where you can just really be in touch with some of the things happening on a day-by-day basis because it is almost a day-by-day thing. We're just taking it one day at a time, figuring out what's going to happen next. Um, But the biggest thing I always recommend to brands and even we try to implement for ourselves is if something is being rolled out, give it a try, give it a go, you know, test it for yourself, use it in your own unique way too. I think a lot of times we feel like we have to use it in the same way that everyone else is using it. So kind of try it and put your your own unique spin on it. Um, And you may come up with a strategy that works so well, and you can just continue to implement that. Um, There's a lot of great resources too, like social media today is one that I have stayed in touch with and uh, stayed updated from since the very beginning of my career. So just subscribing to newsletters like that, where they'll give you those day-by-day alerts. Like I said, um, with Instagram, Adam Masseri, head of Instagram, he's a great person to follow, but he also kind of gives, I know a lot of us anxiety every time he posts (laughs) and we're like, all right, what is it today? But 
that's good. Like he's sharing that because he wants you to get in the platform. He wants you to get using it, get, get testing everything. Um, but I think ultimately right now the trends are headed in the direction of AI short form video is still here to stay. So, uh, just paying attention to what's continuing to change and adapt in those areas, but just overall, um, use all of the softwares kind of test and try. Don't over justify why you should or shouldn't do something. Give it a go analyze, look at the data, pay attention, test over time, and then just kind of go from there and optimize. Oh, that was a masterclass right there. So many <laughs> amazing tips. And yes, every time Adam, I call him Uncle Adam. Hey, Uncle yeah. Adam. Every time he posts, it's like, <gasps> yeah. yeah, what is it now? What yeah. is it today? And then I feel like when I come with the information to the people, they're like, Michelle, something else. But I'm like, well, I'm just telling you what Uncle Adam said. So exactly. yeah. I kind of like, I, I like to make it fun, you know, so I, it's not so daunting. So that's why I call him Uncle Adam. So any post that yeah. you see the Instagram update, I'm sure he's going to have something next week. And I'm sure I probably missed the update this week, <laughs> but I mean, I'm sure there's something, but he is using the platform. And I think it's really good that him as the head of Instagram, that he does say, hey, this is what we're changing. And he has a broadcast channel. I know we were talking about broadcast channels over on your podcast, which you all have to make sure you check out. But he has a broadcast channel. So if you want to stay up to date, including social media today and all of that, just join his broadcast channel and Mark Zuckerberg's broadcast channel. And they will tell you everything that they will update. I guarantee (laughs) Yes. I think too, another thing to just point out along the lines of trends and tips along the lines of social media is just don't you don't have to do everything. You don't have to spread yourself so thin. So when something comes along, that's, you know, a new update that you're like, oh, I'm scrambling because I have to do this thing, you know, to keep up with everyone. Give yourself grace. If that's not, if that's going to spread you too thin, you don't have to do everything. Obviously test and learn what is actually working, but it's better to do some things excellently and execute well on those things than to try to do it all and only do like a not great job. Yeah. (laughs) I always like to say that. No, I agree. No shiny object syndrome. Stop going after everything. Slow down. That's what that sounds like. So I want to talk about growing and starting a podcast because we all know that this is not an easy feat. And there may be some listeners here who are thinking about starting a podcast. So what, what, what is some advice that you want to give to anyone who may be thinking about starting a podcast and how can it really help their business when it comes to the marketing aspect and what have you seen work best? Yeah, I think just do it. I mean, you know, you don't have to wait until you're perfect. You don't have to wait until you have like 50 outlines for what your upcoming episodes can be. I know when we were starting, we had we didn't know what we were doing at all. We like we didn't even have a mic. We were just recording on this free app on our phone. Like we did not know anything about it and we've grown so much in the last 2 years and I think um you do have a voice and it's good to like share what's on your mind with people. And obviously building a community is a huge part of what podcasting can do for your brand. Um, so I think that's my biggest piece of advice is just go for it. I mean, you can you can adjust along the way. I think our first episode of Marketing Happy Hour, it sounds so scripted. We do not sound cute. Um, <laughs> but Don't it's listen fine. to it. Don't we've, go listen to we've it. We've <laughs> come a long way since then. And you know, you just get more comfortable every single time that you do something like that. It's just like public speaking. It's just like showing up on social media. You know, you get more comfortable the more that you do something. So yeah, just start, just go ahead and do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the other thing too, is like identify and you don't have to have all of this locked down at the very beginning, but identify uh, how you're going to serve, what solution are you providing to your audience? Are you providing, um, 
daily insights for small business owners? Are you helping millennial or Gen Z career professionals grow in their career? Like really identify who you're speaking to and what you're trying to take them through and what that journey looks like. Um, And then I also think in terms of growth, uh, one of the things that's helped us tremendously is getting guests on. So identifying who speaks to our same target market, uh, looking at like-minded professionals like yourself, bringing people like you on the show and tapping into your network and introducing them to to a new... Introducing them to a new uh, a new set of resources or you know episodes and have a different perspective of that um, I think is huge as well. Uh, and then another thing too, you know, when you get there, we didn't start with this, but launch a website, start putting your show notes on that website that helps with some of that SEO exposure. Um, but I would say, yeah, guests are huge. And then social media, making sure you're promoting that consistently there, sharing those video snippets and really value driven content pieces around that podcast. And you'll learn too what your audience really is looking for from you. I mean, we started out with you know, interviewing just social media managers and just marketing professionals anywhere we could, but we're branching out and we're interviewing people in the mental health space to kind of help with, you know, having, you know, anxiety and things as a young professional where we just released an episode with a financial creator who gave us tips on, you know, how to get out of debt or how to, you know, save money or be investing in the right way. So I think it'll come to you as you move forward in what you're doing. And um, yeah. That's my main advice. (laughs) Yeah, no, I love that too. And I definitely agree. I started out strictly with just marketing professionals. I mean, it's kind of still like that, but I I definitely have Mm -hmm. some episodes with some health professionals and helping us understand our health when it comes to social media. I always try to relate it back to that, but I definitely agree with you. You want to open up and go to different avenues because then you bring in different types of people. And it's just really fun to talk to a lot of different people and interview different people. I love podcasting. So everything you said was on point. So this next part of the podcast, so one of my favorites, is about books. And have there been any, any books or resources that have helped you along your entrepreneur journey that you would like to share with the listeners here today? Yes. Um, so one of my, if you're building a business or you're in operations or whatever, Leadership uh, Traction by Gina Wickman is a fantastic book. Um, it It's awesome. And I, I look at it as kind of a playbook. So even after you read it, keep it on your bookshelf, go back to it from time to time and assess that as you're building out your operations process and um, your team and things like that. Uh, Another one is Best Story Wins by Matthew Lunn. It's more for the marketers, people who are crafting brand messages. Uh, Matthew is a Pixar story writer. And so he weaves in some of that Hollywood storytelling and shares with you how to really create these uh, compelling brand stories. Um, If you are a course creator, uh, Amy Porterfield's course uh, on literally how to create a course is fantastic. Um, She uses a platform called Kajabi. So if that's something you're interested in and you love that platform, she walks you through the process for, for building that out. But those are three of my recent favorites. Yeah, that's awesome. And I recently haven't read that many business books. I used to be huge in the business book space. I would read one like every single month, but um, lately I've just trying to 
you know, get my headspace into like not always thinking about work all the time. So I love a lot of fiction books. But one of the books that I read in the past that I really liked being on the side of brand marketing, brand partnerships, things like that. Um, one of my favorite podcasts is by a man named Guy Raz, and it's called How I Built How I Built This. And he actually wrote a book as well that that's really really good. I think I read it last year. Highly recommend. But my favorite place to get like business advice, tips, like inspiration is actually through podcasts. So a few of my favorites are uh, Second Life with Hillary Kerr. It's all about women or, or people in business that have taken a different path, like maybe taken a leap into something new and started a new business. And then uh, another good one is Life with Mariana, who is the founder of Summer Fridays, one of my favorite brands. And I just really like to hear all of the insights that people share on those podcasts. So yeah, that's for me. Oh, no, I love all the good recommendations and your traction. That's a really good book. You reminded me to pick that back up and just it's it's a book that you, you know, you continue to pick up and go back yeah. to. A lot of these books are I think a lot of people share really great resources here, but I agree with you, too. It's it's good to get into some books that are not about business. So I definitely need to pick up maybe a book this week, maybe a murder mystery or something. I don't yeah, know. I don't like right. those books. yeah. And I can listen to it on Audible and maybe it'll be like a TV right. show. So, I'll, yeah, right. I'm going to get into that. So thanks for sharing that. <laughs> This has been such an amazing episode. Thank you so much, Cassie and Erica, for coming on the show today. But before we head out, can you let the listeners know, where can we find out more about you? Where do you hang out online? And if you have any resource that you would like to share with the listeners here today. Yeah, absolutely. You can find our business marketing happy hour on all platforms. I believe we're at marketing happy HR. Um, we have a website marketing happy HR.com and we also have a freebie called the dream career workbook. Um, and it's five steps to really get you um, excited about and working towards your dream career. And you can find that at marketinghappyhr.com forward slash freebie. And then Cassie and I are also on all the socials. I'm E Spitz on Instagram, E-S-P-I-T-Z, and she's Cassie Joy Tucker. Yes. Well, thank you so much. We'll make sure we put all of that in the show notes as well. But thank you both so much for coming on and dropping so many gems. Make sure you all, you might have to go and listen to this again. Um, I know you all like to binge the podcast episodes, so definitely go back and take some notes. But thank you so much, Cassie and Erica, for coming on to the show today. Thanks for having us.